0: Welcome to the Crossing Paths Podcast with Pastors Brian Burson and John Martinez, the podcast where they embark on captivating journeys through the lives of Sandals Church banning members, exploring the real life stories that intertwine our church community and deepen our connections. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show.
1: Well, we have the pleasure of having Michelle Yoder with her, us today. Hey, we? And, uh, Right out of the gates, I get to ask you about a recent, we're talking last week,
2: mm-hmm. Yeah. a recent vacation,
1: that. a cruise to Catalina Island and Ensenada. Mm-hmm. So let's hear about this trip. How was it? This, this is for Sean, your husband's 40th
2: birthday. Yeah. Okay. Um, so my husband for many years wanted to go on a cruise and I was never into it. I just always like heard the horror stories about like, you know, people getting sick, you know, just, it's like a sardine, like, like case. (laughs) Like it just, yeah, very overwhelming. So finally, you know, for his 40th, he brought it up again and I was like, okay, like, let's, let's do it. Like you plan it, you do all of it. I'll just be there and we'll go. (laughs) So, but, um, yeah, we went from Monday to, uh, Friday and, um, it was, it's our first cruise. So like we are newbies on all of it. And for like about, a month, like he was just doing all of his research, he was planning and, it. Out. Oh yeah, his yeah. youtubing, like just doing all the research <laughs> that you can think of. Like he did it, and he stuff. wants to get
0: the most out of it.
2: Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Like, cause there's always like tips and tricks and what not to do and to do and all that stuff. So,
1: did that pay off all that research?
2: Oh, for sure.
1: So let me. So one of the things I've only been on one cruise. Oh, it was okay. for our honeymoon. Right. We did like the Mexican Riviera thing. So you go to like mm. Puerto Vallarta, Car- Cabo San Lucas, and
2: Mazalan, yeah. yeah, yeah. So,
1: um, right out of the the, the right on the um, heels of that trip, I just remember um, th- how they fed us. Like oh, the person yes. who was in charge of you know setting up our table knew that I always ordered like the guava nectar drinks mm-hmm. and uh, mango drinks and stuff like wow. so. In the morning when I showed up, he would have all of that set up for me even oh, before yes. I ordered. So, so tell us about, like, the dining experience.
2: Okay, so <laughs> it's a lot of food. It's, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, an all-day, every-day, like, you can eat whenever. So I'm not the typical person that would eat three meals a day. And, mm-hmm. like, I'm more of, like, a snack here, snack there type of person. But, yeah, when you're on the cruise, it's, like, you have your, like, your Mexican food, your burgers, your, like, every type of food you can think of, like you can have, and it's just right there for you 24 yeah. seven. Yeah. So that's very like tempting. <laughs> Cause like you <laughs> just want to try everything yeah. little by little and, and stuff. And then like, I, you know, love desserts and stuff too. So it's like, I want to try all of the desserts. You gotta go to the dessert table. <laughs> all yeah. the desserts.
0: Yeah. And there's
2: like everything, like literally everything that you can like think of, like you can have and yeah. stuff. So it was, it was really nice. And so we had to get into like, so eating for a week like that, you know, and like when we never take naps and we took naps. <laughs> <And> <laughs> you have so, got to get
0: conditioned yeah. to eat that way for a You're week. Comatose there for yeah. a while.
2: Yeah. Well, because there, and plus there's like so much to do on the boat. Like, all the time no matter like what time it is and stuff too so it's like you know you want to go to a comedy club or if you want to go to the piano bar or if you want to go see like a show or you know there's different times and everything and so we kind of like and we're not big like you know stay out you know Like stay up late, people. So we kind of had to prepare ourselves for that (laughs) too. So (laughs) got
1: to get past nine o'clock at night. (laughs) Yes, yes. I go.
2: My bedtime is when my youngest when he goes to bed. So it's just yeah, yeah.
1: Um, So you're definitely a proponent of cruises now.
2: Yeah. Well, so I actually got really overwhelmed when we first got on the boat because it's just so many people, and you're just all like stuck together and you're just yeah. like okay like I like I want to <laughs> tap out now can we just get off the boat like I'm not ready for this but eventually like you know my nerves calmed down and we finally got into our room and like getting settled in and stuff and we like okay like I'm good Good. <laughs> so, but yeah, it was very overwhelming at first, but then once, you know, people started doing their own thing and scattering off or when you get off the ship and stuff, it was, it was a lot smoother. So we're definitely planning for next year for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. And with the kids and everything. So.
1: Yeah. Okay. So family, mm-hmm. you and Sean have been married for how many years?
2: We have been married for seven and we have been together overall nine.
1: Okay. Um, and. Family, so kids. Mm-hmm. You got boys. Yes, three so boys. Three boys. Yeah. Um, and you live in Beaumont. Yes. Okay, live yeah. in Beaumont. And you guys are a part of our campus, Santos Church Banning. Mm-hmm. You're also a part of our Omni Digital team. Yes. Um, you're a photographer. Yes, and uh, very gifted at it. You have a like um, the colorings There's of your there. photos. You're an um, outdoor photographer yeah. primarily. Yeah, um, and. I mean, you just have to see her work. It's pretty phenomenal. So tell us about that. Like, how did you get into photography? Um,
2: Yeah, Um, so that started when I was literally, like, just, I'm a very outdoorsy person, so I'll kind of start with that. Um, That started right from when I was literally like a baby. Mm-hmm. Like my parents literally like when we're a couple of days old we're like with my brother and I hiking in the little backpacks or like yeah. camping and like, even like my mom would tell me stories of like people like, how old's your child? Like, Oh, you're just a couple of weeks old. And they're like, why, why are they out in the middle of the woods? <laughs> like, what are you guys doing? You know? But that's just like how my parents were. They're very like seventies hippie, mm-hmm. like people and stuff. So,
1: that sounds kind of hippie-ish, like being out in the woods. Oh, and yeah. That family. was like
2: my life growing up was just always camping, being outdoors, taking care of mother nature, like, you know, pick up wherever you go of yeah. trash and I everything. do remember
0: seeing like you post a lot about going and doing the cleanup days, right? Yeah. Like where you're out there and you take a bag with you. Yeah. Um, there's like an organization, right, that like you kind of like follow for that.
2: Yeah, um, it, it's it's necessarily just, you know, anybody can, um, you know, do it, you know, right. just wherever, you know, you go, just always, you know, never leave a trace behind and, you know, just pick up if you see trash when yeah, you hiking just- or wherever you go, just... Yeah,
0: yeah, it's cool. I, yeah. I thought that was really neat. Yeah. You, I mean, you take, like, Mason with you. And yeah, oh, yeah. You guys go hiking with the kids, mm-hmm. and you're able to do that together. That's pretty cool.
2: Yeah, then my boys are really into it and stuff, and, you know, I, and I do a lot of solo hiking as well. My husband's not into hiking at all. <laughs> <So> <laughs> he's like, just do your thing, babe. I'm like, okay. <laughs> That's
0: shocking <laughs> so, to me, though, because Sean seems – I mean, he is outdoorsy.
2: He's very outdoorsy, but he's but he like, like, if I'm going to go hike, I'm going to go hike – you know, to go kill a deer or <laughs> to go, like... to come back some- with something. Yes. He wants to hunt yeah. instead of, like, just, yes. just hike. Just yeah. hike, yeah. Yeah. I got gotcha.
0: And like, so. He's pretty outdoorsy. He likes yeah. to go out and have fun outdoors.
2: Yeah, for like, sure. I know you
0: guys have toys and stuff like that that you guys will take out, yep. and uh, that's pretty cool. But yep. you
1: often have a camera with you wherever you go.
2: Yes, I always have my camera, whether it be my phone or my actual, like, Canon and stuff. But, um yeah, ever since... I was little, honestly, like, I, so, my parents were big on pictures as well, um, I remember growing up, and, like, my parents would have, like, this big, huge boxes of just pictures of us traveling, us camping, of just everyday life stuff, like, they were always, like, taking pictures and stuff, so I kind of think at a very young age, I started getting into that, so, um, when I was little, I literally like had a camera with me like everywhere, right. but it was like those little, like those, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, then you, you know, had to go get it developed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 So you didn't
0: know if your pictures were like legit or not, they oh, no. blurry, but that was kind of part of it. Right. Yeah. Wasn't that part of the fun of like taking photos with a disposable camera? Yeah. yeah. Like now we'll take like 20 photos of the same thing just to get the perfect shot. But back then we would take that photo that we would get and we'd be like, it would mean something to exactly. us. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was
2: really cool to see like all the photos, like going through my parents' photos growing up and just seeing what they went through like before my brother and I, and then just like us growing up and stuff. So it was cool.
1: Now, where did you grow up?
2: So I grew up and I'm born and raised in San Diego. Okay. Um, but, Beautiful place. Yeah. Um, you know, but when I say San Diego, I don't mean like the beaches or like, you know, downtown. You know, I was in, I literally, um, it's called East County, but I like Alpine, Julian, um, those type. of oh, ma- so mountainous More mountainous. Very yeah. mountainous.
1: Julian I, is a lot like like Oakland oh, yes. or Force Falls or something. Literally
2: mm. when we moved here and then I heard about Oakland and we went there, I was like, feels like home yeah Mm -hmm. yeah it's like it's really it's
1: kind of the old western like gold rush Mm -hmm. um communities
0: really yeah i've never been to that oh you gotta go go well because every time we go to san diego it's always to go to like to the beach downtown areas like it's always the same thing
2: and it's not that far away because i grew up going to the beach all the time like i used to surf and stuff and you know i you know used to go downtown and stuff and you know i you know growing up my whole entire life in San Diego, I've been everywhere to do things and stuff. So, but, but my how, like growing up, I was, you know, the country.
1: Wow. So. so tell us a little bit about your like childhood growing up. Were you raised in a Christian home? Do you?
2: Yeah. So yes and no. Um, so my mom is a firm believer, um, you know, but my dad um, is not. Um, he So it was very hard Like growing up to, because my mom always took my brother and I, you know, to church um, ever since we were little, like Sunday school and Awanas. And um, so we, you know, obviously, we growing up, since we were little, we always, you know, went down that path with her. And I would probably say, like, junior high, you know, when you get in, you know, trying to figure who you are and, you know, and everything, like, that is like, I'll always remember that day that my dad was like, well, you don't have to go to church if you don't want to, you know, type of thing. So I was like, Oh, okay. So like my (laughs) brother and I were just like, you know, so it kind of hurt my mom in a lot of ways because, you know, that was her life, you know, was going to church and, you know, helping the church and, you know, wanting us to be, you know, go down that path as well and everything. And she, you know, tried her best and stuff and, But, yeah, it's just we drifted. My brother and I, you know, we would always start going, you know, during the holidays and everything. So, um, but we, you know, we drifted away, unfortunately.
1: Well, tell me, I I had asked um, if you you were okay in this conversation just to go into addiction. Yeah. Because it's a part of your story. It is. And so tell us, like, at what point in time that came about in your life and tell us, you know, what happened and yeah
2: yeah um so i always feel like you know with my addiction and my sobriety now like i want to tell my story because i want to help people who might feel hopeless like i did back then like four years Mm. ago um you know it's just i always you know my growing up wasn't fun it wasn't you know good you know my mom was a christian but my dad was you know, not a believer, and he, you know, growing up, I was mentally and physically, you know, abused, you know, my mom was, my brother was, and, you know, so it just really took a toll, you know, on me, um, you know, and of wanting to escape and, you know, try to run away, and so at, you know, 15, I started hanging out with the wrong people, and, you know, the wrong crowds and and so that's when I started drinking and then when I started drinking I just felt the effect of like oh this this can take away all my pain this can mm. take away all my problems you know or like I was always you know I was always chasing that that high that buzz and I never wanted once I got it like I just never wanted to stop mm. so it and then from there it just Yeah, it was really bad.
1: So how long did it last? So you started kind of teenage years, Mm -hmm. um, maybe kind of experimenting that led to full-blown addiction.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I've, you know, been um, with addiction for 18 years. um, And it got to the, you know, point of, like, I did a lot of, you know, I guess you want to say, like, you know, my worst of the worst, or you know, but it just, and I tried, you know, my hardest to, you know, stop and, you know, just saying I'm never gonna do this again, or like, you know, this is my breaking point. But and I always thought it, you know, but it just something would always happen, or. Life or traumas or just you know things would always bring me back to alcohol. So alcohol mm-hmm. was your. It um, was my go-to sure. for everything. Okay. My my highs, my lows, my goods, my bads. My I'm bored. I'm this. Like I like it was my go-to for everything.
1: Were you a functioning alcoholic? Like you were still getting oh, through sure. life. Yeah. And you mm-hmm. you at some point in time you're you were working.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. So. Like it never affected you know my work life. Um. It never affected like a lot of people didn't know I had a problem because I was that good at hiding it Mm -hmm. Um, so I was a very good functional alcoholic for sure yeah and
1: usually drinking by yourself or in public or both Both. okay
2: yeah I would not like I would not care if I was by myself or like you know or with you know people yeah yeah
1: so then what how old were you when it came to a bottom and you finally um, went into recovery
2: um, so four years ago, um, it was actually, um, my youngest son's third birthday party and I was drinking, um, cause we had a bunch of friends and family over and stuff. And, um, and then afterwards our friends, you know, were like, oh, we want to, there's like this really cool concert that, you know, up in Palm Springs that we want to go to. And then, like, because, like, the party, the birthday party was already done with and everything. And then, like, but me, as an alcoholic at the time, I chose partying and alcohol over my, my own son, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, like, that was, like, ba- like, number one. And then that night, um, my husband and I got into... A uh, really bad art, like fight because Sean's not a big drinker because mm-hmm. his dad um, wasn't alcoholic as well. So Sean put up with a lot with me and mm-hmm. my and my alcoholism and it. You know I
1: and it wasn't it wasn't a secret to him. He knew. No, was,
2: no, yeah. he knew. Yeah, I mean, you know there was you know he there were times that he questioned our marriage or or our relationship of like if he could handle this or like how much longer can I handle this and everything but um that night uh we got into uh you know and there has been plenty of of nights where you know because of my drinking that we got into arguments because he always you know would tell me what to do and of course being an alcoholic you don't want to hear that yeah. you don't want to hear people like you know stop drinking or stop doing this or whatever but um But we got into a really, really big fight to the point where this was my first time ever where, like, I actually physically hit him. Mm. And I, like, was just, but he didn't react. And he reacted in a way that, like, I was just really shocked. Like, he just held me. Because he knew, mm. he knew, like he just held me and I got, I always get teared up about this, mm. but like he just like held me and he just like, was just telling me like, I love you, I love you, like, and... You know, the next morning, of course, like, my drinking had gotten so bad where literally every night I was blacking out. Wow. Yeah.
1: So you were at. I was at my.
2: Yeah, I've been into a, a lot of rock bottoms with my drinking for the past 18 years. But this at the end before I actually went into rehab was like. Like, it was getting really, really bad. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It, for a, an alcoholic, there can be these points in time where you literally, your your brain no longer is functioning, but oh, you're actually yeah. functioning through, you might be still functioning through life, but you're you're blocking oh. out mm-hmm. your memories, no longer holding on to those memories of what you're doing.
2: Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah it's, I don't, I don't want to remember. Yeah. I don't, it's like, I'm trying to, I was trying to numb out my life. Yeah. And. Like, of the ups and the downs and the goods and the bads. Like, it didn't really, like, you know, I didn't care. I was just trying to run.
1: Did you know you were an alcoholic?
2: I did at a young age. And I was just like, okay, like, you know, this is probably not good. Because it does run in my family. Mm -hmm. Um, Addiction does run in my family. So, um, it's just, but I... I didn't listen to it.
0: Yeah. It runs in my family too. So I know it's, it's, Um, you don't want to like, you want to, you want to pretend as if like you're the one that's going to break that cycle. Yeah. But it can, it's, it's not easy. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I, I also like, I was thinking when you were talking about Sean, like, did he know when you guys first started dating that you were an alcoholic or struggled with alcohol and Mm -hmm. what caused them to say like, kind of be okay with that? So that's okay.
2: Yeah. Honestly, like, I don't, like.
0: Because it's beautiful that he would, like, be there with you in that moment.
2: Well, trust me, yeah. I've been in relationships even with my two oldest sons. Um, Dads, like, when you're in an alcoholic and you're in that addiction, you follow and you attract the same type of people. Mm -hmm. So it's like with my older son, my, you know, Devin's dad, it's like he was the same way. He was an alcoholic. He was a druggie. He's been in and out of rehab and everything. Um, And then also with my middle son's dad, you know, he was an alcoholic as well, too. So it's like, unfortunately, like you attract what you become Mm -hmm. and stuff. And you get into those bad relationships that aren't good for you and stuff. And so, um, but, but Sean is like my saving grace, you know, other than you know, God, because, you know, if it wasn't for Sean, not giving up on me throughout all these years, like, I don't know where I'll be. Yeah, mm. We
1: all love Sean. Yeah. <laughs> he just never gave up on me. Yeah. And it,
2: even though I, he, you know, we both put each other through, you know, a lot, a lot, you know, but he, with my addiction, he, he has put up with, you know, a lot from me yeah. and stuff. And, you know, sometimes, you know, sometimes he'll say like, you know, I know, you know, I could be some of that reason why you you were drinking and stuff. But I'm like, but overall, it's like, no, but I've had this problem oh for a long time and stuff. But, but yeah, so it's like, um, but going back, you know, going before going into rehab, literally like the next morning I was in the shower just because that was always like my hangover go to just, you know, feel like I'm, you know dying but it's mm-hmm. like um I was just in the shower and you know just sobbing my eyes out but it was just literally you know when people say like that moment when God just came in and saved my life mm-hmm. that was my moment wow. like I literally just felt the presence and I always say it like literally like it really like it really happened. Wow. And so, like I just had like that feeling of God like, just over me, just saying like, Michelle, like it's, it's enough is enough. Like yeah. it's, it's time for me to take over. Like it, you can't handle this on your own anymore. Like I need to hold you up and I need to take care of you. And literally the next day I went into a nine month intense wow. rehab. That was a long
1: time that's hard
0: with a family yeah
2: yeah Yeah. so but it was like but it it literally changed my life yeah
0: well then we we just recently baptized you yes and -hmm. there was just a moment where you were like hey can you read this and it was just a, a part of that you wanted people to know hey i'm getting baptized um you know, I struggled with addiction for a long time no, and never I, knew. I loved that you just like threw it out there. Yeah. Like you're just, I don't care. Like I'm, I'm, I'm getting rid of all of that. Yeah. I don't even care. And, and so it just shows that you just want to be a vessel for his glory. It's so good. Yeah. yeah. And just your
1: openness to talk about it too is um, hugely beneficial for people that listen in, mm-hmm. whether it be, you know, standing around the baptismal pool yeah. or listening into a podcast um, because they might look at you and think well wow, she doesn't have any problems well like, yeah she, like
2: you, you, you know? and that's what I'm saying like people like look at me and they're just like they're shocked yeah. like because
0: like, oh, you have a beautiful family <laughs> you got these, you're really you know, you're really nice and like you're <laughs> you're like quiet and kind and yeah. I, <laughs> I would have never imagined yeah, yeah. you know and just, so because yeah. that's not who we know we mm-hmm. really we don't know that we got to we got to meet you after you've mm-hmm. gone through yeah. um, rehab and other things like that yeah. so yeah. We, we know this version of you, and yeah. so to see you, to say, like, I want to use that part of my life to, like, benefit um, the kingdom, you know, is so cool. Yeah. So so good. I
2: just want to, you know, I hope that, you know, people that are, are struggling, you know, with addiction, um, you know, or, you know, have trauma that they, you know, need to deal with is, like, don't lose hope, you know, because, you know, I lost hope, you know, a long time ago, and... You know, I thought I was, I can never get out of this black hole and stuff. So. Yeah,
1: it's an amazing story. i um, so thankful that you're willing to share that with us. I want to touch on one more thing, because this is another touch point for a lot of people, and that is dealing with um, cancer. Yeah. So um, you've, you're in the recovery yeah. process. That's been a pretty intensive year, two years, two-year two yeah. process. So... Um, Share a little bit about that
2: and where you're at now. Um, So breast cancer runs uh, really high um, in my family. Um, It runs, my um, mother went through it, my grandmother went through it, um, and through, like, you know, probably when I was, like, in my early 20s is when I, like, started, you know, having, like, you know, how to get checked and everything because of lumps and, um, and everything and the type of, you know, like situation and, and stuff. So, um, uh, it's, it's been a roller coaster, but, um, and it's very, very, you know, scary, um, you know, but it, with my mom being by my side through all of it as well and her understanding, like, you know. I've been through this, you can do this as well. And, um, so, and even though like I didn't actually have like physical cancer, but so what they call it is like breast, um, preventive, um, cancer, a breast cancer basically. So what they did, um, and the doctors did was do a full double, double mastectomy, um, and then did reconstruction, um, um, after that and everything too. Yeah. So.
1: so this has been, um, qu- I mean, if you're talking about decades of your life, mm-hmm. you guys have gone through a lot, Yeah. right? And you personally have experienced uh, transformation mm-hmm. with the work that God has done with you in, in terms of your recovery, mm-hmm. um, in your marriage, you guys going on this trip to celebrate yeah. Sean's 40th I is know. kind of, um, kind of a stake in the ground moment of like, Hey, God's gotten through it, you know, oh. us through a ton of things. For sure. Um, seven years into marriage, um, you know, your boys, your family, yeah. serving in the church. We just love having you guys a part of this campus.
0: Yeah. And, um, well, just the story, like, oh, I, I don't want to have a ton of time, but to like they, they started coming to the church, um, her son, and then she ended up coming and visiting. And then we invited her to the digital team. And then I remember she was telling us, like, oh, I really want my husband to come. We'll yeah. see. You know, he's some church hurt and everything like that. Yeah. And then I remember saying, just get me in front of him. <laughs> and
2: I'm then, like, I'm not sure. Like, dude. he's not, like. Yeah, you were like, I don't know if he
0: can. I'm like, no, I promise. Like, we, we, we know how to adjust for the person. Honestly, he, yeah. He has, um, I I, talk, I I think, was it, like, a couple weeks ago, I came up to him and I was like, you remember when, like, you were, like, didn't even. And he was like, yeah, man, I can't imagine like not being here anymore. And now he's serving and now he's like, he, he loves it. And you guys get to experience that together and as a family. And it's like, and you started coming right before a lot of what you were going to be going through. Yeah. Um,
2: Yeah. It literally, like I started coming here and then I joined, you know, the digital team and everything. And then all of a sudden like the breast cancer stuff, you know, happened and I'm like, Okay. <laughs> like, when you
0: had people around you knew. Yeah,
2: oh yeah. And yeah. and
0: Sean knew that this was a safe place mm-hmm. and you had had people around your whole family. Yeah. You know? And so it's just cool how God works in those oh, areas. Yeah, the timing and of everything.
2: Like literally like the timing. And I thought like I try to get, you know, my husband to go to church with me for like, you know, years and stuff, but he was just like, No, I'm not you know, I don't wanna do that, you know, because like he grew up, you know, church, 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 like just thrown down him and he's been hurt by you know growing up by church and everything too and once he was 18 you know he was just like i'm gone you know like i'm i don't want to be a part of the church anymore type of thing so you know and like through the years i you know to ask him if he wanted to go and you know but never wanted to push him like his parents yeah. pushed him and stuff so i was like whenever you're ready you're ready but then when i joined and i started getting involved yeah. he was like church a lot like <laughs> what are you doing here yeah. <laughs> like a lot like he's like I want to like you know get more like know more about this and stuff I'm like babe I'm like trust me like you're gonna love it like yeah, it's yeah. not what you think like it's, it was yeah,
0: yeah. he's it, it was like immediate like connection with him and he loved it and yeah so, yeah
2: it was really I yeah. mean honestly like I I it was a Amazing, like what God has been doing in our life since we started coming here. That's cool. awesome. Yeah.
1: Well, we love, uh, like I said, having you guys at our campus and uh, just knowing your story. And now we get to share some of that with the congregation through this podcast. Yeah. And so, thanks for being willing to come in and share yeah. with us. Yeah. And um, usually, how we wrap things up is just we have a chance to pray for the person that's come in. So okay. we just want to go ahead and do that right now. Okay. Lord, I just thank you for Michelle. I Thank you for Sean. Thank you for their family. Um, I just thank you for uh, Lord Michelle's willingness just to be open and transparent about Mm. um, her life and her life story. And um, just there's some brokenness that she has walked through. And um, Lord, you've demonstrated yourself faithful um, in the midst of that. And Lord, we just thank you for the victory um, that she has seen in her life um, through uh, recovery from addiction and being a, a witness before an audience. Um, who watched her be baptized and to share that testimony with that group. Mm. And, and through this podcast, Lord, I pray that we would minister to many people, people who are maybe struggling with their own addictions or struggling with a diagnosis, um, and they can watch this and be encouraged that there's hope and that, Lord, that he has begun a good work in us is faithful to complete it. Um, and so, Lord, we just commit that to you. The work that you want to do through this. We thank you for Michelle and Sean and their family. Bless them, prosper them, establish the work of their hands. And we just pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right. Thanks, Thanks for coming in, else? coming
2: in. Yeah, it was nice. <laughs> <laughs>